0: sports beat on the bay good morning everybody this is sports beat 88.7 on your dial for april the first friday Ooh. i'm dave
1: and and you're adam and you're grant
0: okay we're gonna do this we're just changing it all up what do you think
1: sure what are we going to talk about politics
0: well, let's, well, we can, if you'd like. You want to make it a political show?
1: I think that's a great idea.
0: I think Hunters Bay want to keep the radio license, so I think we better <laughs> stick to sports. And by the way, the whole key to today is I've got my chair back. Thank yep, you. I, so I, I know it's going to run a lot smoother. Not that it wasn't, it was pretty smooth the last time. <laughs> it I was think-
1: very smooth the last time, but now we're running right to left on your.
0: I know, I can turn my head to the left, not the right, Exactly. I feel a lot better about that. Exactly. So, you were at the game, uh, let's start with our Leafs. Great game last night, 7-3, victory, you were there last yep, night. What I was. What did you see? Because you see a lot of different things that you don't see on TV. You're what? privy to some pretty cool stuff. So.
1: Well, yeah, so last night's game, again, a slow start for the Leafs, and if they want to make a deep run in the playoffs, they can't spot decent teams, two goals. No. And, uh... The one thing that you did notice is is goaltending. Like in the warm up, they had Hutchison as a backup and shelgren there and and I don't know, like I think that they should try and find the Zamboni driver to maybe to bring him back. I think that yeah. they he's got a better record than now, some Jack of those.
0: Campbell the good news is Jack Campbell's coming back, and that is good news
1: it, it is good news. Hopefully he can get in the way of the puck a little bit more than and get some Connie back because he needs that confidence that that he's been that he had when he first came to the Leafs and he he went on that run. but. He, uh, goaltending is a funny thing, right? Like, if you've got, you can be terrible with confidence and you can stop everything, or you can be amazing with no confidence and you uh, can't even stop a beach ball.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. And you know what? It kind of caught me off guard. I forgot about the animosity in the last game, Adam, with uh, Winnipeg. Yep. Um, It was nice to see Simmons in the lineup. He played actually very well.
1: Didn't have a ton of ice time, though. That's the thing. He didn't have a ton of ice time. You got, you got a, half of his ice time was in the last, Eight minutes of the game,
0: and I and I was surprised. I and I keep going on about the new guy. I was surprised they sat Colin Blackwell, who looks very good, uh, you know. But he's new. I, I get that. Mikheyev, uh, you know, another great game for him. Another yep. shorty with that speed. He's going to give teams fits. Yep. What a great penalty killer, Adam!
1: Very good. Giordano got his first goal as a Leaf. Yeah, last off, night
0: yeah fired it off their defenseman yeah yeah it hey, yeah. doesn't matter it still counts and you know what we like giordano but did he ever get beat by by uh <laughs> his jock strap was in the stands that, that was one of those ones where he pulled them right out of his jock <laughs> oh it was that awful. was a tremendous move by blake wheeler it was, early on <laughs> yeah it was
1: awful but uh yeah so the one thing it's it's interesting my my daughter brought this up because we were at the the cracking game and she said the Giordano comes out in the in the warm up with the Kraken with no uh, with no um, helmet on with right. the Kraken when he's when he's a member of the Leafs he's out with a bucket on in warm up. Well, maybe Every single maybe leaf they has, fire the
0: puck too high in the warm up. You know Adam, Every single possible. leaf
1: has a has a uh, has a bucket on in the warm up.
0: Yeah, and how exciting was it? No, before I get to that, how how interesting was it that William Nylander, who played a great game, yes, would have been did. first star if it yep. hadn't been for the fiftieth goal, uh, scored a goal digging in front of the net and taking his licks uh, like he scored a dirty goal. And I'll tell you what, if he continues that, he's he scored two in tight dirty goals.
1: He needs to get in. He needs to get dirty because he's he's been playing lately. He's been playing a little soft. He he hasn't been. He hasn't been digging, and he's been just kind of floating around. He, he kind of looks like a young Adam Caswell in, in men's league hockey, <laughs> but now he's starting to look like a—he's uh, starting to look like an NHL player. And you were
0: there for an iconic thing. We end it with this. Matthews, who is just outstanding, with his 50th into the yep. empty net. Now, that's pretty cool to say you were even there because he's the fourth leaf to do that <laughs> he, only. He
1: is. And you know what? Watching him last night, he, uh, he had a chance to score 50, hit the stick, and you can tell that the, the air in the balloon just went out of his, out of his sail. And he, uh, you and I were texting back and forth, and I said to you, I said the, real, the only way he's going to score 50 right now is into an empty net goal. Yeah,
0: and, which which you were right.
1: And the one thing I want to talk about, like I've been I've been hearing some people talking about, well, he scored his fifty into an empty net goal. I just want to let you know that Wayne Gretzky, when he did fifty in thirty nine games, scored his fiftieth in an empty net. I know, and if if we're gonna compare, so you know what, if you so everybody who who talks about, well, it was an empty net goal. It, it's not that that not that big of a deal. Look, it. We talk about Gretzky's fifty and thirty nine. It was an empty net goal, so just be quiet. Well, as
0: Donaldson said <laughs> when he played for the Jades, it's not the tri league. Yep. This is the it's a business, and you're going to take your goals when exactly. you can get them. Exactly. You're not going to pass it off. You betcha. So this World Cup soccer thing freaked me out. I was I did a little bit of homework, and my head hurts from all this. Yeah. So they lose to Panama. Yep. A little more critical than you think in a way because the, uh, I didn't understand. I thought okay, they're in, it's all good. Yep. No, there's there's pods which we talked yep. about. So Canada now has is in the fourth pod, which means, I, what I can figure out, the competition is a little greater moving forward. Now, the only, and again, what I didn't realize is Canada's ranked 36th. They've come way up in the rankings. The U.S. is ranked 15th. Yep. Mexico's ranked up above Canada. So that's why Canada is in the fourth pod. Yep. 32 teams, four pods. Does that all make sense? It,
1: in- it does, And, and the, but the thing is, is if you're going to, their big thing is to, to make it out of the first round in the in soccer and you you've got to beat whoever and they're not afraid of anybody if they're going to be in the pool of death then you know what so be it and i think that they're going to uh i I don't think that they're scared of anybody out on the uh on the pitch
0: no they're a strong 36 I I agree with you Toronto Blue Jays this is interesting stuff their season starts very shortly and uh, Barrios has been named the starter which tells you how deep they are everywhere because it would have been Ryu and he's the third he's getting the third game this year Adam yep uh, their biggest problem right now, I'd love to be Charlie Montoya. <laughs>
1: he's he's
0: got no problems. They're they're not sure if they should bat Guerrero second or where they should put him. Their lineup is frightening. Yep. You go with George Springer as leadoff yep. to start. League MVP. You go then you go to Guerrero, then yep. Teoscar Hernandez, then yep. Dante Bichette. Um they've got Matt Chapman and they somebody said, Well, why are they batting him seventh or eighth? He's a 40 home <laughs> run guy. So now he can bring pop to the bottom oh, of the exactly. lineup. Oh exactly. This lineup is I'm so excited for yep. what can happen.
1: Oh yeah. I think that the the, the Jays are are going to be a great team to watch. They're going to be an exciting team to watch and you're going to want to be out in the uh, in the outfield because you're going to be catching balls left-right and center.
0: Now, what I found interesting, and, and you can chime in because I, I think the key to this is baseball is a radio game. Do you agree with that? Like 100%. It'd it love to listen to it. If you're doing something in the summer, you're at home, you're out in your yep. deck, you can listen to a ball game. Yep. It's fantastic. So the Jays, with all this money thrown around and the ownership being what they are, they're cheaping out this year in the radio. They're going to go with one guy, no play-by-play guy, doing it from the studio in Toronto looking at a board. Like, why would you do... Like, I, maybe that's a, uh, a trivial thing, but I'm just shocked that radio is no longer the, the boss with regard to baseball.
1: Well, you, they obviously, they don't listen to our show. Fair you enough, know, like, fair enough. I think that, you know, Ted Rogers, Edward Rogers, has to listen to the show and realize that radio is, is a huge medium and that, they, uh, that they're they making a big I was skate. just surprised, Adam, yep. that you, it was such yeah, a minor I bet, thing. I bet it you is a huge... I bet you you'll see... I bet you that'll change... I'm betting 20 games in. They'll they'll realize that it's not working out and they need a couple of guys in there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now you're a, you're a Raptor fan and I was yep. I did a little look at the Raptors only have 6 games left at them. Yep. And they determine and what I like about the position they're in, they determine their own fate. Yep. They're 44 and 32. They don't have to worry about somebody else winning or losing. Cleveland are 2 games back now. Yep. Um, so their magic number is five, but for every Cleveland loss, that goes yep. down as well. So yep. they uh, they determine everything, and they've got a very weak Orlando team tonight.
1: They do. the The, the issue with the Raptors right now is they uh, they go into games a little. So- they they start a game soft, and they pick it up in the fourth. and And maybe that's basketball in general, where you know you get guys that that if if you're a great team and you're playing a, a team that you believe is below you. Uh, like when they played Boston, they, they, Boston took them a, a, an undermanned Boston team took them to overtime, and they just barely won there. Uh, the, the game the other night, they were down by a gazillion in the first quarter. The only time that they led was when Freddie Van Vliet sunk a three at the buzzer at half to go up 62-60. And, and, but then in the third and the fourth quarter, they really turned it on and just beat the living pants off of them.
0: Right, so so they determine, as I said, they're not in a position where they have to worry about what somebody else is doing. Nope,
1: nope. They do it themselves.
0: And the Valero Texas Open. The only reason I'm even bringing this up is because our the Masters, which I love, is next week. Yep. Okay. Um, Russell Knox, who we've heard of, we ha- I have heard of him, has got a lead at 65, and the and the guy coming behind him is Rasmus Holger. Uh, the reason I bring this all up is because it amazes me how few of these touring pros that we know, the popular ones, yep. they get ready for the Masters. They don't play the Valero. No, Open, that's no. all I'm saying.
1: That was, that was like when the Canadian Open followed the British Open for a couple of years, and it was like there was, there was nobody there. Like
0: I, I thought Rasmus Sandin was playing there with his leg <laughs> exactly. injury. I, I looked at this, but yeah, it's uh, the Masters. I can't wait for the Masters. Yep. Masters, I really can't. So March Madness. Too. Oh, we, let's get at it. We, we got, got Villanova in Kansas. Adam, start us right there. Villanova
1: and Kansas. You, you, this is this is the Final Four is an interesting Final Four this year because it's it, there's a there's you got three teams that are multiple winners of March Madness, the NCAA championship, and so you've got a bunch of these quote unquote blue bloods that are in there, right? And but they've never been like they haven't had a Final Four like this. Like Kansas and Villanova will be a great game. Who
0: do you like in that, Adam?
1: My heart wants Villanova to win, but my head says Kansas is going to win this game. So
0: the starting guard from Villanova is out, which is going to hurt them, just Justin Moore. And I, yep. I, I'm an uneducated guy. I'm yep. just coming at you. I Who knows who's one and two, right? Yep. So it's going to be a great match. Yep. Fantastic. Yep. Now the next one, Coach K, five championships, yep. North Carolina. I've looked back, North Carolina have been the best team the deepest now, they're, yep. they're an eight seed. Um, I don't know who you like in that one, but
1: Coach K, unfortunately, I think Coach K is going to go on to win the whole thing. Uh, his team is playing lights out for him, they want him to go out with a, with a championship, his 49 millionth championship. And uh, you know, like I think that they, uh, North Carolina they won against St. Pete's last game. Uh, and they were a 15th seed they they really played well against St. Pete's but yep. it's tough when you're when you're talking about a 15th seed and, and and now you're talking about, you know, one of the most storied teams, franchises, schools in in college basketball.
0: So, we're going to be back on Monday. So, Monday night yeah. will be the final game. Yep. So, who do you Okay, so let's have a little prediction. Who do you like to be playing in the finals on Monday?
1: It's going to be Kansas and Duke.
0: No. No, okay. it's going to be Kansas and North Carolina, and we'll have the opportunity to go at each other okay. about that. Okay. North Carolina will be there. Now, the way I was thinking, Adam, this is really working out pretty well with you. Yep. You think? So so I'm just, let's just, like, it's really working out well having you here as a co-host.
1: Should we tell Dan that we've changed the, the times to Tuesdays and Thursdays?
0: Well, Dan better stay <laughs> on holidays for another week, and then we'll, we'll work it all through. What do you think?
1: I think so. So there's a couple of things that I'd like to yes, talk about. fire away. One is the women's final four. All right. I can't believe that they don't play on neutral sites. Okay. Like, UConn has been playing at home for all of their games. And they're in the Final Four, but they shouldn't be in the Final Four. They went to double overtime the last game, and it was only because they had their fans behind them that, sure. that they made that, that run. And I think that, that the NCAA, they should be listening to this program, first of all. And second of all, they've got to make it like the men's, and they've got to have neutral sites – so that you don't have this home court advantage. Well, why
0: are they? Why are they playing? What is it? Just because they're? What What is the logic? I, behind I, that? I, I, I don't. I
1: think mm-hmm. that their logic is, hey, we need fans, and UConn has a whole lot of fans, because they go deep, so we'll just, right. we'll just do that. So I just that's my that's my one rant. My second rant. Well, it's not a rant, but it's a. We were talking about Phil Kessel and the Iron Man. Yes. And you said, well, he's got seven goals. That might not be good enough for next year. He's tied for sixth on their team for scoring.
0: Yeah, so, okay, so that's like... (laughs) I was going to make a call. Con- All right. He's tied
1: for six. So well, I that just I,
0: tells you we're in Arizona. I,
1: I don't think that they're going to get rid of him next year. No, they're
0: going to have to keep him. In the, <laughs> yeah. And poor Arizona. Clayton Keller, who is their one certifiably great hockey player, yep. broke his leg the other night. He's out for six months. <laughs> oh, when they say not three weeks or yep. six months, generally means six full months of oh, yeah. heavy rehab. So yep. I feel real bad for him.
1: Unless they go to a Tiger's doctor down in the, the city there. What was his name? Uh, the the blood-spinning doctor. Yeah, yeah oh, they hey. need some magic. Magic yeah, there, they, Adam. Need some, they need some magic there. <laughs>
0: no, very serious injury, but good point. Six yep. in scoring, he's going to be around. He,
1: he'll be. He'll. I think he's going to break that Iron Man streak. He's got to <laughs> He's going to come back next year, and he's going to. He's going to dive into it. Fantastic. Do you have anything else to? to I have add?
0: nothing else. This has been it. Do you have anything else? Because uh, I'll tell you what. Well, this
1: did is. you know that the uh, the the uh, PW Professional Women's Hockey League. Played in uh, Peterborough the other day. They played on the thirtieth. They had almost three thousand fans in that game. Biggest really? game, big, big, biggest professional women's hockey game uh, to date.
0: That's that's very interesting. They're, they're, we didn't re- see anything about that. No, I,
1: and i I found it kind of interesting because like the day before Buffalo had eight thousand in their barn. So you know, and they're a professional hockey team. And I thought that that was pretty. I pretty, think that I, I think that that the the, the uh, professional women's hockey league is is. Uh, well, we know it's high quality. it's, it's super it's, high quality. It's super high quality. They're 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 bringing in more than the Peterborough Peats, and that's the barn that they were in. It was uh, a It was a great game and.
0: All right, yeah. well, thank you. So that's Thanks all that for I that, got that little snippet. Well, I I'll tell know. you what, it's been a good week of sports. I'll, I'll tell you what, it's got a good weekend ahead of us, hopefully, weather wise and everything else. Hope our listeners have a good one. I'm Dave for Adam and Grant. Take care, and we'll be back on Monday with more sports.